Welcome to another program of The Jewish View. I'm your host, Rabbi Hanan Yakoin, here on ctkradio.org. And today we have plenty to talk about. It's been a while since the last time. We had Passover, we had all kind of uh, holidays and uh, other things to do that we couldn't make it. So I'm happy to be back. And remember, this is a non-politically correct uh, so I would say, you know, sometimes it sounds furious or something like that, but uh, that's that's the style. That's what I think. You have to be able to distinguish between good and bad. Define what is evil. Define what the Almighty wants from, from us. So, I would start with something positive for a change. <laughs> um, as... Most of you listeners already know I am a non-American native. I am an immigrant. Actually, I'm not even an immigrant. I am in exile from my country. Uh, um, and I refer that to what, you, what people call today the state of Israel. Um, and I'm very thankful and very grateful to be living in the United States. And I'll tell you why. I am what people call a history freak. I like to learn history, all kind of places and nations and cultures, and I also try to get the best out of anything, and to see if that can make me a better Jew, a better servant for the Almighty. And honestly, <clears throat> I'm sick and tired of politics. I'm sick and tired of uh, being indoctrinated, manipulated, and all that type of stuff. And in the Middle East, which has its good things, but also it's a very tribal uh, society. In any, in any culture, basically, over there. The Arabs, the Muslims, they're not the same. You have Muslims that are not Arabs, or Arabs that are not Muslims. And among them, between them, you had if you belong to that tribe or to that family, and we are in war with that tribe or that family. Both Muslims, both Arabs, both hate each other. And unfortunately, and as a result, I believe, as um, after 2,000 years in exile as a nation, without having our own state, we adopted some of that stuff. So we have European Jews, we have... We have uh, Yemenite Jews, we have people like myself, uh, North African Jews, uh, Iraqi Jews, I mean, all Jews, right? And yet, something is missing, and that's the, the, the unity that I feel is lacking. And it's, I, feel, I feel it's lacking because of politics, which means you are based on your, uh, the color of your skin, based on where your parents or your grandparents or your grand-grandparents came from, based on your social economical situation, where you live, which neighborhood, which city, etc. And I don't like that. I am sick and tired of it. I am sick and tired of politicians who are taking advantage of that and try to uh, divide and conquer, basically, among the groups. And this is what I like in the United States. Theoretically, Again, theoretically, I'm not sure it's 100%, probably it's not. This is an experiment for the past 300 years or so, uh, since the establishment of this 
of this country that society, humanity, if you want, is trying to, is trying to do something new, which means it doesn't matter where you're coming from, Italy, Ireland, Jewish, Russian, whatever, uh, there is no, I, there, it wasn't like identity politics. That's, that's the term that they use today, which is back big time, especially on the left side of the political map. I, I despise that. I hate that. Because I think, from what I see, is if you are a citizen, you pay your taxes, the government, the mayor, has no saying, saying, oh, you know what, you didn't vote for me, I'm not going to fix the road next to your house. And stuff like that. Versus in other places, Israel, Middle East, it's, it's, it's like, and it's obvious, of course, you didn't vote for me. Why should I take the money that I control, like it is on, you know, little pocket, and invest? You want me to, to give you permission to build a house? To build a school, to uh, fix a road, how many votes can you get me? And they call it democracy for some reason. This is a, a it's a tyranny, basically. Now, some countries, mainly I'm talking about the Arab countries. It's this is the the the, the way they live, and they cannot do anything about it because if you, let's say you go and you protest, let's see where you're going to end up. And it's not just you. It's your wife and kids and family and all your tribe, basically, going to suffer because you think you have some kind of rights, right? <laughs> and the United States is trying to, tried at least, to change that. I think they are going backwards now on that, in my opinion. But in theory, it's great, where you are not being judged based on, you know superstitions or uh, where your parents came from, etc., etc. This is not important. What's important is, are you a good person or you're a bad person? Are you here to help move humanity forward or are you here to take advantage on other people's work? And in the Middle East and many other places, Africa, it's obviously that, uh, that you are here to take uh, advantage on other people's work. Right, you can you can go and you know live on welfare and work on the side, not declare, don't pay tax, don't pay taxes or anything like that. Drive a new Mercedes that is not under your name, etc., etc., and you're cheating the system. From what I have learned about the United States, I think until the 70s, maybe even the 60s, person like that will be not welcome. Into, I'm very gentle here with the words I'm saying, into the society. It will be like a, a leech, and nobody like that. Work hard, right? Now, of course, you need to uh, respect your employees or employers' holidays. And I, I read stories, you know, when the Jews came here uh, before the, sec the Second World War and even after, and everybody used to work on Saturdays and they didn't have a choice it wasn't clear that you don't work on Saturdays because even though it's a, a Christian-based country where everybody, when the day off is Sunday, you have other people. And with time, you see that employers get, okay, you don't, you're a Jew, you don't have to work on Saturday. It's, it's a huge uh, advantage.
And it's a very big step forward. Now, if I am looking to what's going on now, then I think it's getting worse and worse. Meaning, we're going to talk about it in the next segment. But in a, for a second, let's still keep it, you know, positive. So the whole idea of identity politics is just basically divide and, and conquer. It's how to create hatred among people, uh, left, right, you know, Christian, Muslim, Jews, Buddhists, Sikhs, whatever, and tell everybody why they are in a bad situation. It's because of them, whoever them will be. Now, I've been through that in Israel. <clears throat> I had enough. I wouldn't like to see that happening in the United States. I think it's this experiment of having a nation that is open to all kinds of people, non-judgmental in a way. And it's all based on what are you doing, what are your actions. I think this concept, which is a very old in a way, you know, after 120 years when we go upstairs and nobody asks you, oh, you are the son of so-and-so, you came from that family, you lived... No. According to Jewish tradition, there are a few questions that uh, the soul is being asked. Uh, by the way, Jesus is not mentioned there. Um, for those who uh, you know, build on that. Uh, but it's very simple. Did you learn the laws? Have you followed the laws? Have you negotiated, meaning doing business with honesty? You didn't cheat. You didn't uh, took advantage on people. You gave charity. Okay, take the right path, you're going to heaven. And if not, there's consequences. Okay? But it's not, you're not being judged the way you're coming from. You're only judged, you're only judged of what could you do better. Did you waste your potential? Did you uh, wasted your life, you know, watching football, drinking beer, and driving a truck? Stuff like that. Now, I'm not against football or beer or driving a truck. But all of them together, you could be a scientist. You could be... You can improve humanity. That's my point. You can add some kind of value to the life for the next generation. And this is what the Almighty asked us to do in Genesis. Go. Have the land. Right? Multiply. Have more kids. Instead, what we have today is uh, uh, baby-killing factories which is a totally different topic. So, what are we doing? And this is what we're going to be judged uh, about for. So, in the United States, the concept is good. Are you paying your taxes? Are you a law-abiding citizen? If you do, okay. First Amendment, Second Amendment, Constitution, all that stuff. It's for you. If you're not, like I think I told you in a previous uh, program, a person that is taking taking the, the image of God from other people, meaning he's disrespecting them, he's, he's killing, he's uh, uh, taking advantage, torturing, doing things that we can do but we're not supposed to do, in my opinion, is losing his image of God and losing, losing his rights as a human. If you cannot act humanly, don't, be, don't ex expect to get the same... Uh, uh, you know, treatment. Okay, let's take another uh, quick break, short break. Uh, we are opening, open to uh, any remarks, 
questions, disagreement, etc. You're listening to Rabbi Hanania Cohen here on ctkradio.org. Folks, we're back to another segment on our program, The Jewish View, here on ctkradio.org. And like I uh, finished the previous segment, I'm not looking for agreement. I'm actually looking for some disagreement. Make it interesting. Let's, let's try to find, you know, what's unite us as humans. What's our goal? And we can disagree. But let's not go into fantasy land and into, uh, you know, crazy ideas. So... My next topic to, for today is about, we just talked, we touched a little bit on the First Amendment. And right now in America, there is this wave, if you want, of uh, uh, arguments for the First Amendment, which is the, the freedom to say whatever you want, basically, as long as you're not doing anything physically to harm someone else. Now, everybody is for that. Everybody, as long as it's serve their purpose. If it doesn't serve their purpose, then we have a problem. You see people are banned of saying their opinion on, on college campuses. And there there is a threat of rioting and security concern. Well, this is nonsense. And I'll tell you why. Look, if you are a smart guy, we want to hear what you have to say. If you are a stupid person, ignorant, racist, whatever, we want to hear what you have to say, so we know to stay away. Amen. But to take that that uh, permission, if you want, that uh, privilege to say what you want, this is, I think, this is the first thing that will take America down. You will have a split in in the society, and it's a very bad thing to do. Now. You can wrap it up in a very beautiful uh, literature about how you care about the rights of A, B, C, or whomever. And therefore, but let me tell you something. I am sick and tired from another thing, and that's hypocrisy. What do I mean by that? When you want to go, when not you, when a person wants to go, or whether it's a, a group wants to go against some, somebody, against some idea, they are putting their name in their name exactly the opposite. What do I mean by that? Well, let me give you an example. All of you probably are familiar with the uh, Democratic Republic of North Korea. Now, we all know that Demo Democratic is, is not, right? Why? But it sounds good. We are convincing the people of North Korea that they are living in democracy. But we all know it's a lie. Okay? When you see people saying, uh, we are for uh, the poor people of Africa, for example. We are collecting money, which is a very noble thing. Yeah, but every, not every, but many of those organizations, they are cashing 
on those donations for themselves because they have to run the show. Now, what will happen if there will be no more poor, poor people in Africa? We have to keep the poor people going on. It's bad for business. But we say we are we want to help the poor, right? Same with uh, you know all those who wants to to have peace. There is a problem with this peace. We have a very big uh, uh, lobby, a very big companies of weapons. What about them? Are they going to turn the weapons into uh, uh, agricultural machinery? Well, that's the, that's the vision of the prophets, right? That in the day, all those uh, spears will turn into agricultural to, uh, tools. Okay. So, who are you? Don't don't try to lie. Don't try to um, hide. And that leads me again to the to this groups of anarchists, basically. They call themselves. They called. They're calling themselves. Antifa for anti-fascists, but they are exactly what exactly the opposite. They are fascists. If you look at the history, how Mussolini started, and they all like to speak about Hitler, and Trump is Hitler, and Bannon is Hitler, and all those people in the White House are Hitler. It's just like the Nazis are. This is garbage. This is pure propaganda. And uh, but they are using that, just like Mussolini started with the with the brown shirts in Italy. You silence everybody that doesn't think like you. Like Hitler did in uh, when he started in 1933, I believe it was, that the, whatever the group the, the, that he had, the, the Nazis, the, but the previous, before they, before they took over, they terrorized the streets. You couldn't say what you think. Now, Germany was like what the United States is today. Top of the world, advanced science, Etc. Etc. Culture, opera, whatever you want, music, <clears throat> all the high quality assets of humanity. But they keep, but they were afraid to speak. They are afraid to take weapon and to do something about it. Now, I don't know if they were pacifists or not, or they're just afraid. It says none of my business. But we, as humans, we have an obligation. And our obligation is very simple. We need to heal the world because we are keep doing the same mistakes over and over and over again. And let's go back to the book of Genesis. We have three main um, ideas or, or, or goals that we need to fix that, that Adam, the first human, according to uh, the Bible, had failed. So the first one is don't be a nihilist. Don't think about yourself. Oh, I, I feel like I want this, right? I feel like I want to take that fruit of knowledge. We can call it an apple as far as, far as I care. It wasn't, it wasn't an apple, but hey, Michelangelo, draw an apple. If you're happy with it, I'm okay with that. <laughs> so he thought about himself. So he didn't follow the, the command or the, that the Almighty told him. And then we had his son, Cain, Cain, who decided that two brothers is too much to share in this world, and he killed his brother. So we have now, we have nihilism, right? Now we had 
bad society where people are killing each other. And there's also no meaning for life, if you think about it. So this is what we basically need to fix. Jews, non-Jews, doesn't matter. If we can create the world to be a better place, hopefully all will believe in the Almighty without force, unlike other religion who wants to force everybody to do that. Uh, then that's what we need to fix. And we see that it didn't, didn't work out because the same mistake happened with Noah and the flood. And the same mistake happened with the first king, which was Nimrod. Uh, Nimrod was the first emperor, if you want. Obviously a very charismatic guy, and you can't really disagree with him because he will separate your head from your shoulders, and that's not a good idea. But he put all the... He created the hierarchy in society. Till then, we had families, we had tribes. This is my field, my land, this is yours, everybody's happy. We can exchange, we can barter, etc., etc. Here comes a guy that decided, no, let's have an organized government. And guess who's going to be on the top of it? Him, right? And let's see how brave you are and say, uh, I don't think yet you are God on earth. So we have here uh, nihilism again, and we have here government taking advantage on the people. And there's only a guy, one guy, that dared to say some, something. I don't know if you know, but that was Abraham. Abraham was the anti, anti-king, if you want. He says, no, it all belongs to the Almighty. Why are you taking from the people? Why are you forcing the power of the sword? Right? There is, a, there is a reason why they say that government is like a mafia, but, but it's legal. They have the power. Okay? Now, we do need to have some kind of form of government because we have nations and countries and, and disagreements, etc. But the minute that the government is forgetting the, that its goal is to protect its, protect its citizens, not to go to wars, not to conquer, let be, let's be, be happy with what we have, with what the Almighty gave us. Wherever we are. If you're in China, go ahead. If you're in Japan, all those places, make the best of where you are. But don't do that, that those three mistakes. Lack of identity, which we're going to talk in the next segment. Uh, nihilism. It's all about me, me, me. iPhone, iPad, i this, i... It's all about I. And uh, having problem in the, in the society, between people. We should all see the image of God in everybody. We can disagree. We don't have to fight for it. I would say, you know, bring your argument. Now, there are things that you can prove. There are things that you cannot prove. But you know what? I heard you. I'm. I have my own my own uh, way of living. I'm not interrupting you. You're not interrupting me. Don't force me to be a Christian. I'm definitely going to force you to be a Jew. Or any other religion for, uh, for the matter. Okay? So, when you see those anti-fascist, when you see those progressive, when you see those... Uh, <clears throat> liberal used to be a nice word back in the days, in the 60s. Right? When actually there was a point to being a liberal. You want to hear as many ideas and and move the world the world forward now it's just 
It's exactly the opposite. You're trying to keep people down. Oh, you are white. You don't have even. You don't have a right to say anything. Or you are this. Or you are that. This is garbage. So again, stay away from propaganda. Use your head. When you see something, look a where the money goes and b, and b what exactly they're trying to do. Usually, it's not coherent with their name, like the Democratic Republic of North Korea. <laughs> And let's take another quick uh, break. You're listening to Rabbi Hanania Cohen here on the Jewish View on CityCareRadio.org. For the last segment of today, listening to Rabbi Hanania Cohen here on citycareradio.org, we are the Jewish view. So the last topic for today, and again, I can go on and on on all the things that we talked about, but my goal is not to, I don't need you to hear my voice. I need you to think. I need you to take the, what I'm saying, think about it, agree, disagree, get the facts, get the facts right. So I'm going to talk about the next Jewish holiday that is coming in the Jewish calendar, and that is after Passover, quick uh, historic uh, timeline here, when we left Egypt, and uh, after a week we get to the Red Sea, and the sea is open, and we went through, etc., etc. So it took us 50 days of walking to get to Mount Sinai. And on Mount Sinai we received the Torah. Okay, the what many people refer to as the uh, written law, basically, right? The five books of Moses. Basically, it was all the deeds. Do this, don't do that. And I know many people are, when I speak to them, they ask, well, if I was there, uh, I would be happy to be part of it, even though I'm not Jewish. Well, I want to explain something. The Torah is divided basically, and, and I'm giving you here a, a very big picture, into two parts. One is guidelines to humanity. Very basic. So all of you people who like the Bible, and again, when I say Bible, I'm talking till uh, the Chronicles, what you guys call the Old Testament. Okay? As a guidelines to humanity, that's good. And there, there's another part which is only relevant to the Jews and all those uh, all the deeds that we received it's for the Jews and the Jews have a different uh, not different but maybe you would say uh, different job or goal and that to lead humanity now, I'm not saying we are doing that unfortunately but it's there we need to know this is like our compass we need to know where we are going Okay, so it took us 50 days to get to that spot. And why, why was us? It's basically because, like I um, started explaining in the beginning of the, of the program today, the three sins 
in the beginning of the creation, right? The nihilism, I do what I want, I feel like I want to eat that food, I'm going to eat that food. That's Adam. And then the murder, the society going, getting crazy. So between people, there is a lack of uh, peace and... I'm trying to say that people like hating each other, which is not good. And then identity. So we have three people, <clears throat> excuse me, three people that showed us how to fix it. And we are talking about Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And they are the founders of what today we call the Jewish people. Back then, Israelites, until many years later, where ten tribes have been lost, we still find you know remains of those tribes in uh, Africa, the Ethiopian Jews. We find we find them in in Afghanistan and Pakistan, where there are crazy Muslims who are blowing up things over there. They used to be part of our nation. <laughs> um, anyway, going back to the point. So, since we are following the footsteps, or we're trying to follow, we should follow the footsteps of Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, it's in our culture DNA to continue that. So, the whole concept of, uh, you know, people think that, well, look, let's take, from everyone we have, from every forefather, we had, um, a branch that took a different course. So from Abraham, we had Ishmael, the fathers of all, basically, Muslims today. And then from Isaac, we had Esav, Isa, uh, that is resemble, resembling the Western civilization, Greece, Rome, till today. Which is much more focused on if you read the, the the text the way he the way he express himself he's talking about this world life here right I'm gonna die uh, I don't need this red soup or uh, he used to torture women or uh, hunting and all that stuff collecting uh, money and Ishmael went to the desert and become basically a, a robber over there. Meaning, if you want to go to the desert safely, give me something. If you don't give me something, I will take it. Because I have a nice gun, nice bow and arrow. Um, and you see this, this uh, archetypes still in the culture. And with the Jews, till Jacob, where it was basically cleaned, all 12 sons were following the footsteps. Nobody went off, right? They were sure that Yosef, Joseph, will be the one that is like the bad sheep, like Ishmael, like Esav, so Yosef. But in the end, what we see, remember the end of Genesis? Yosef is the king, and everybody is in peace, and after the father died, he said, don't worry, the Almighty sent me to provide for you here, it's all part of the big plan, etc., etc., etc. And in the end, he was trying also to influence the Egyptian. Right, he he bought all the land. Remember that part? All the land where they came said, "Yosef, we don't have, 
We don't have food. Says, sell me your your cattle. They sold. Sell then sell me your land. They sold. Sell me your, yourselves. They sold all of it to Pharaoh. The idea was to bring them to the idea that there is no gods, because that's what they believed, and there's only one God, and we all need to to uh, get along and worship Him, basically. Um, but they did a mistake. They made Pharaoh a god. And this is how the book, the second book, the Exodus book, starts. When Pharaoh thinks, I'm going to control those people, I'm going to make them slaves, etc., etc., etc. You know the story. I'm not, not going to cover the, but the point is that, once again, humanity blew it up. They had the opportunity to make a society where everybody, is, everybody was a slave, which means everybody is equal. Right? It's not like communism where everybody is equally poor. The 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 king is providing every everybody, and everybody lost their privilege. Where they coming from? What family? Etc. Etc. Everybody is equal. You start from fresh. You and God, and Pharaoh was supposed to lead that agenda. Instead, which is a very human thing to do, unfortunately, common mistake. He declared himself as God. We can look at the history. All the emperors, Caesar, right? You do what I'm the one on the top. Uh, you want to go to, let's see, Stalin, Hitler, all those people. That I mean, even I remember. I remember during the eighties, I think, when Romania, um, the, the the communist regime in Romania was falling apart. So Ceausescu. I know many people don't even know who that was. Very, you know, preaching about communism is great. Everybody's equal. And then when they took him down and they went to his house, the faucets were, and the, the toilet was from gold. So, and Stalin was, Stalin was the, the, the light to the nation, right? So this whole self-worshipping is what the Torah is basically against. Because, we need to remember, there is... One God, not three, not ten, not any number. And the manual to humanity is the written law, the Old Testament, if you want. So we have the five books of Moses, we have all the prophets that came later that explained the goal. Sometimes, you know, we, we have a tendency to look at the technical stuff. Eat this, don't eat this, do this, don't do that. But if you follow the basic guidelines, Ten Commandments, and and the explanation of the prophets, which means if you, it's nice that you are donating to the church or synagogue or temple or whatever, but if you are doing that by stealing from your neighbor, ah, that's not what the Almighty wants. Okay, the idea is to create a better society, not to sacrifice stuff, not to bring oxes and cows and sheep and goats. So I want you to think about that again, just to summarize. Um, think what is the goal. The goal is to create a better humanity. Okay? And with that, uh, we're going to take another quick break, listening to Rabbi Hanania Cohen here on ctkradio.org. And remember, if you agree, disagree, uh, beside curses and stuff like that, please feel free to email us to the website at ctkradio.org. Ask me a question or if you need to, you need to elaborate more or to explain or anything. I would like to uh, have an open communication here. 
And let's take another quick break. You're listening to citycareradio.org. Mm-hmm. 